The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's showtime! From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Good morning, Boston. What the heck is happening? This is Dave, and welcome to the Boston Podcast. Happy Monday or Tuesday, everyone, whenever you happen to be listening. It is Monday as I record this, but we are posting this episode a little late in the day for the Boston Podcast. We try to get it up for you in the morning, but... Rest assured, every Monday through Friday, an episode is posted. We took a little extra time today because we wanted to make sure we are properly recapping last night's episode of Game of Thrones. And you'll notice the title of this episode is Game of Thrones Nitpicks. What we're going to do is I'm going to talk to Eddie Nathanson. Now, if you're a fan of Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network, Check out all of our great shows, by the way, at pod617.com and find out how to produce a podcast of your own. But Ed Nathanson has an awesome, awesome podcast called Are You Not Entertained, where he talks a lot of medieval stuff going on this morning, apparently. He talks about uh, his job as a talent acquisition consultant and all kinds of things around the, the, the talent business in this area and in larger areas. But he's also this pop culture fanatic, so he talks about comic book movies and rock and roll and TV and all kinds of things in between. He's a huge, huge Game of Thrones fan. And so I'm going to give you a little sneak peek to an upcoming episode of Are You Not Entertained? And Ed and I are going to talk Game of Thrones. And we just recorded this today. So you get instant reaction from last night's episode, the fourth episode of Game of Thrones in the final season, as we continue to march on towards the conclusion and finding out perhaps who will sit on the Game of Thrones. We called this uh, nitpicks, and Ed and I both loved the episode and we loved the show, but we do point out certain nitpicks. One of them we didn't get to, by the way, is one that, this is breaking news here at Pod 617, breaking news, and it is that (laughs) apparently a Starbucks coffee cup was spotted in last night's episode of Game of Thrones, and I had to go back and check it out myself, and sure enough, It's there, and it's in the scene where the gang is having something of a party after they mourn the dead. I thought that was a little weird, by the way. They mourn the dead at the the battle, and then the next thing you know, they're all drinking grog and ale and wine and everything. Nevertheless, you'll remember that if you watched last night, there's a scene where uh, Danny Khaleesi, the mother of dragons, is sitting at a table, and she's kind of having second thoughts about this whole structure of power among the gang, and she's looking at all the people drinking ale and whatever, and, and, and she's got this... Uh, doubting, like, discerning look upon her face. There's a shot where you can see a Starbucks coffee cup sitting right in front of her. And there are a couple theories here going on. This is where we get down, you know, search the dark web to find out what's really going on. There's a theory going out there that whoever the cinematographer was for Game of Thrones had heard enough about how the previous episode's lighting was non-existent. I was among them, by the way. I couldn't freaking see what was going on to try to follow what's going on in this battle. And he said, well, you think my cinematography sucks? Well, I bet you, you, you just spotted this, this dimly lit 
uh, Starbucks coffee uh, cup, and uh, we don't know whose name is on the. You can't see it that well, but it's clearly Starbucks. So congratulations. That's one nitpick. But we're going to get into this uh, breaking down last night's episode even more with Ed Nathanson coming up on this edition of the Boston Podcast. I remind you, if you like this edition of the Boston Podcast, remember to share it with, and you know, my son's calling me. He calls me every day around this time. Adrian, I'm going to have to call you back. Uh, Yes, I love you so much, buddy, but I'm going to call you back and turning off the phone and reminding you that if you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. We just had 25,000 downloads for the Boston Podcast. Isn't that cool? Feeling a little bit good about myself. Not going to lie about it. think I'll go out and enjoy a Starbucks and sit next to the Mother of Thrones, and enjoy sipping on that, and uh, enjoy it. Here's my chat with Ed Nathanson. Game of Thrones fans, get ready. Oh, Here it is. We're now four episodes in as of this recording for, right. out of six, so there are two left as of this recording. It's, um, you know, watching that preview brings, you know, you get a clarification of a lot of things they were showing, but, you know, I'm I'm one of the biggest Game of Thrones marks there is. I, yep. I dork out about this show, as I said, you know, we'll discuss later, one of my favorite TV shows ever. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I try not to be too big of a fanboy when I go into these things, and I thought for six episodes... You want to review it. Reviewing right, exactly, it means being critical. Right, so, Exactly. Yeah. So for six episodes, that's it for Game of Thrones after all this time invested, you know, eight plus years of my life invested in this show. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. That there's only six? Well, no. Or or, or the quality so far. The quality so far. Um, I know they have to rush. I am too, by the way. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who like, you're ruining this and how could you do this and how did they get there so fast? I'm not one of those a-holes. Right. But I thought the first two episodes were wasting time. With everything that needed to get done. Oh, geez. As you said that, I was just trying to remember because the, the third episode is the pivotal the battle. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. The so you, so you're right. I can't remember, <clears throat> pardon me, too many things that happened during the first two episodes. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's that's because they were kind of setting everything up. And I think you could have done that in one episode. Yeah, I think you're right. As opposed to two. All right. Now, and you only got six episodes. Right. Exactly. Every minute's valuable. Every minute's valuable. And basically, <laughs> for the, outside of the first 10 minutes of episode one, Cersei would, and all of King's Landing, non-existent. Right. Non-existent. Right. Um, until, until episode four. Um, the Battle of Winterfell. Let's get into that for a second. That was obviously like I couldn't breathe yeah. that whole episode. Um, but... <laughs> If I'm being critical and take off my fanboy mask for a second, there were some moments where, like, no reasonable explanation why people aren't all dead. Yeah, I had a couple questions there. Yes. But go, go ahead. ahead. What, what, oh, you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. So for starters, and I suppose there's a nerd answer to this, and maybe you can you speak nerd. So <laughs> I do, fluently. Like, were we, we weren't even given a clue that the, who's the evil ice guy? The, the, the Night King. <laughs> the Night King. The Night King. We, were we even given a clue that fire wouldn't harm him? Yes. Or was that, we were given a clue? Yes. Oh. So several times. So first of all, you saw the White Walkers in, um, uh, oh my God, the battle uh, I'm the, the, of North At of the, the Wall. Wall. Yeah. Um, uh, I forget the name of the episode now, but where the White Walker chasing John walks through fire and fire basically goes away. It wasn't the Night King, but it was one of his minions. Oh, okay. Secondly, in the in the battle of the, the original Blood Raven at the tree, where the Night King had touched Bran and then gone there, they, the children of the, the forest were throwing firebombs, and he walked right through yeah. them, too. Okay, so that was set yes. up. All right, so yes. I, with, I withdraw the objection. Yes. So here's my other question. Mm-hmm. 
and it may be more of a nitpick, but who's the, the little girl Lord? I don't know what her Liana. name is. Liana. Liana okay. Mormont. Right. So she's cool. So she kind of came on the last few episodes, and she, in the in the battle, she memorably stabs the giant in the eye yes. and, and takes him down. Yes, and, and dies in the process. Yes. Right. And then turns into a white walker. Correct. So her eyes get a blue. white, a white, not a white walker. A, a white. Oh, oh I don't yes. even want to know what the difference is. <laughs> Sorry, you, okay. I speak nerd. I yes. know. Okay, so, but then when Arya slays the Night King, all everyone in his whole army, everyone correct disintegrate. So shouldn't she have disintegrated too? No, they because, fell. You saw them falling down. The, the reanimated corpses just fall down. The white walkers. They're the ones the who generals, disintegrate. They disintegrate. <laughs> okay. Yes. This is like keeping track of the rules of a right. video game. Or but there something. are rules. Okay. To give them. To, All right. To, so you, you've answered rules. it then. I withdraw. So what were your what so, were your quibbles? So for example, John chasing the Night King and he does the come at me bro move again. Yeah. You know the Night King and all the <laughs> and all the whites start you know waking up and around right. him. He's dead right there. He's literally surrounded by. Hundreds. Oh, he should have been dead. Yeah. Should have been dead. No, it was. Yeah. The only explanation is the the Night King was doing like the as Mister uh, Incredible. Uh, conversation with Frozone was he starts dialoguing like that was his right. version of dialoguing <laughs> right, exactly. like, even though he didn't say anything right, the James he, Bond villain right, right exactly yes. no I'm gonna put you in an easily <laughs> escapable position and then leave and expect that you die right yes I mean Sam was literally smothered with whites at some points Jamie yeah. and Brianna, Brianna were same thing yeah, yeah exactly um, so I just you know suspension of disbelief it's again we're talking about yeah. fighting zombies of course there were just things in there that made me pause a little bit. The second thing that really kind of, I don't want to say ruined, because I love the episode. You touched on it. It's a bit dark. I did watch it again and turned up, and it's still very dark. I know. I tried twice also. Yeah, it's still very dark. And then lastly, the whole Jon Snow not payoff that I wanted. Now, mm. let me just say, him taking out the Night King. Now, let me just say... I am team fucking Arya all day. Mm -hmm. I love Arya. She's been my second favorite character the whole show. She's badass. Yep. And I love how they tied it back to the not today and to the brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes prophecy. Right. Um, all of that. I just felt we were cheated a little bit. You that wanted you to see up, the showdown? With yeah, Jones I at least now. wanted to see John fight him. Yeah. Right? Whether he takes him out or not, I wanted to see him fight Yeah, and him. he never got there. He never was on the got way. there. Never got there. Um, Even Theon got closer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then what the fuck was Bran doing that whole time? I've got yeah. to go now. And then what the fuck is he doing? They're, they must be leading up to something with Bran. So Bran popped up again in episode four. All of a sudden, yes. he pops up in episode four. He's a dick for some yes. reason. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> like, what, what happened? He went to Dickland and became a dick. Like, like I don't know how he turns on both Tyrion and Jaime. Uh, but yeah, what was he doing? I think that's still to be revealed, maybe. I hope so. There was I a theory so. out there that he was just disappeared and we were never going to see him again, which would have been kind of like a Sopranos type thing. Right. That guy that got wounded in the woods and never came back. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm with you. I, I, I give it like a BB plus so yeah. far. But it's hard. It's But it's there's such high standards. There's this such show. high. And I, and I fully acknowledge that. And last night's episode, episode four, I thought was back to the thrones that... It was pretty good. Yeah, it was, I was digging. Yeah. Um, they're clearly setting up a John versus Danny scenario there that's going on and all the politics around who's the right person for the job. And See, I didn't think this. I didn't until you just told me. So Ed and I just... Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had to uh, speed read the final scene to be prepared for this podcast. And tell me your 
theory because it yes. didn't it didn't strike me immediately as obvious. So, so Sansa, who learned from the best, yep. and Littlefinger and Ramsay and and all these people, Joffrey over all yeah. these years, she's not the same. Once she, little bird, she, she used no, to be. No, she is not. Right. And she purposely told Tyrion about Jon's secret that she swore not to to start to put in the bug in the ear of her two closest advisors that. And then you have... Yeah, she's Team Johnson. Yeah, she's, and then you have Danny during the whole celebration scene at Winterfell, like, side-eyeing John and, like, how everyone reacts to John and how everyone loves John. And she's even telling him, don't don't challenge this. Keep it quiet. That's how things are going to be the same. Danny, So Danny looking on to the revelry and just kind of getting this distasteful look on her face, she reminded me of, like, a prim and proper, like you know, stuck up chick at a fraternity party who right, all exactly. of a sudden looks around and like, what am I doing here? Right, <laughs> right. It's totally, yeah. totally. So I think that there's there's something brewing there. And Cersei, of course, is deliciously evil. And I yeah. love seeing her and what she's doing. And they're setting up Clegane Bowl, you know, with uh, the Hound versus the Mountain. And yeah. Arya, Stephen, if she goes off Wait, with what the did mountain, you call it? The Clegane Bowl. Why is it the Clegane <laughs> that's, what? that's what us nerds have been talking right. about forever, that we want to see the Hound versus the Mountain. Right. They've been setting that up, too. So we've got other things to cover here. I could talk Thrones forever. What mm-hmm. I would say is the rating for this is definitely a... Uh, it definitely is. Uh, excellent. But I'm going to say excellent with like a little bit of a question mark next to it. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yes, right. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, but definitely I'm excited to see how this ends. Right. Hi, everybody. I'm Shami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you. Whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional, you should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head. Literally, pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships. Clients and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. The Irreverent Bitchless Bride Podcast. The hilarious show known as Shawshanked. And the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust.